when he was talking to me, he's like, yeah, I'm not emotional about this. I just want my money. And then he's like, but I am emotional about my wife. Like that scene, like right. every time I watch it, I'm like, <gasps> yes. I need like a good old like hood. Like <laughs> I need Pookie Nun to be in the back. Like, look at this, man. Look, are you kidding me? What is this? I love that. Like the Paranormal Activity uh, film franchise. <laughs> It's like, it's my favorite thing. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm yeah. laughing because when I went to go see Get Out oh, yeah. in the theater, gosh. oh yes. my oh, yeah. Get out. gosh. Yes. Oh, like, Get Out yes. is my That's the perfect, like, <laughs> like current experience. <laughs> This, are you doing the intro? No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> it's like right now. Like let's uh, go. It, yeah, I don't know. The first one's always weird because you don't you don't really have anything to go off of. But um, yeah, this is the first episode of of what we watching, a movie and series or everything film kind of review podcast. Um, there's three of us, as you can see. <laughs> Yeah, Mari, you want to introduce yourself? What's going on, guys? I probably should spit my gum out. Uh, I'll do that after I introduce myself. Uh, yeah, my name is Omari White. Um, love film, television, particularly superhero films, genre films, fantasy, sci-fi. Uh, and I love talking movies, and I am happy to be here. So Omari likes all the stuff I don't like? Perfect. <laughs> basically. That's basically. So this is going to be great. So I'm great gay. start. Uh, definitely love movies. I'm not the biggest sci-fi or superhero movie fan, um, but I love documentaries, love drama, rom-coms, pretty much every other genre. Uh, yeah, excited to talk about uh, some movies and recommend some as well. Um, AJ, I like all movies, <laughs> all genres. <laughs> not all movies, but like if it's a good movie, uh, I like it. I don't really have a preference on uh on genres or, or ones I, I like more than others. Just give me some good movies. I'll let you know what I think about them. That's right. <laughs> um, I guess to, to get into more about what we, um, or who we are, what we like, I guess we can go into our favorite movies. You can go ahead, Gabe. Well, I already know the answer, but. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite movie of all time is Shawshank Redemption. Uh, That's a good one. I think, it's actually cinematic perfection. I don't think there's anything wrong with the movie. Like, and there's nothing I would change about it. Uh, cinematography, Roger Deakins, great. Storyline, great. Has everything in a movie that you would want. So there's love story, deceit, friendship, overcoming. It, pretty much anything you could put in a movie, any emotion, any feeling, any topic you could touch in a movie, they touch on it. If that if that wasn't your favorite movie, the way that Gabe described it is probably gonna be your favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, damn, that's, that's, that's the only right answer. Like, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta watch it at that point. It's like, wow, I'm yeah, that's mine. If, too, if someone ever asks you for, hey, what's your favorite movie? Just I guess just say Shawshank Redemption, and then just <laughs> list off everything Gabe said, and and you're good. My next, no yeah, pressure. Go ahead. Ooh, um. Uh, well, like half of the you know superhero movie fan population, I have to go with The Dark Knight. Um, it's just 
honestly, as someone who is an admirer of performers, actors, that movie rides on the back of the great Heath Ledger, the late great Heath Ledger, um, and his performance of the Joker. Um, and I just think while there are some, you know, as a comic book fan, there are some things that I, um, you know, criticize in terms of just like the Batman himself. Um, I think uh, Ben Affleck recently is probably our most balanced Batman and Bruce Wayne, but Christian Bale is an Academy Award winning actor. And he's also a, a huge part of the success of that uh, trilogy and uh, the story specifically in The Dark Knight, which gives you just a little bit of everything. And again, going back to the Joker, um, it's just he's it's a spellbinding performance. You're immersed into the world because of the Joker um, and you just believe him you believe the joker you believe this character and his idea and that's just what i'm always looking for in films like really from performers like make me believe what's going on make me believe what your characters are going through the missions that they're on and um yeah i just i, I love that film so much it, yeah. it's, it's it's you know one of the greatest superhero films of all time but then you know probably one of the great greatest films ever probably yeah, of our generation you yeah. know Christopher Nolan really smashed that and as someone who is not that into superhero movies I love The Dark Knight yeah sir I like no, that yeah, I, can, I don't it's, it's a superhero movie but like I don't even I don't even see it in the same like light as as other superhero movies right. it's just like alright that's if, if you don't like superhero movies you're gonna like that movie it's just yeah. a good movie and um as as the trend is right now, uh, Christian Bale understood his assignment, huh? <laughs> oh, always, always, yo. Christian Bale, like, if he needs to lose weight, if he needs to, you know, yo, chop his that. hair off, like, he'll do whatever he needs to do to get the assignment done. And it's an A-plus at the end of every single one. Yeah, like, if, if he's in a movie, you don't have to worry about like, oh, yeah, no. him messing it up or yeah, no. or him not not meeting the um, the level of the other actors or, or yeah. But... I've, it's kind of cheating because we picked this for <laughs> for the first movie to review, but The Gentleman is is my favorite movie. It's a newer movie, and I used to like it's not great. really want to be so like, good. all right, I have a new movie or a newer movie be my favorite. Um, so you finally converted to The Gentleman being yeah, your favorite I finally movie converted because Shawshank was up there because um, I, I always liked it, and then after Gabe gave me his spiel that he gave you guys, I was like, all right, yeah, <laughs> this is it. Because <laughs> I don't even have to explain it anymore. I was like, Gabe, tell him why. But um, <laughs> but yeah, The Gentleman, I think, no, I don't think, I know is my favorite, but uh, I, won't, I won't really go into why and all that because we're going to talk about it today. Yes, we are. Is that our next topic, or are we saving that for later? I guess we can we can get right into it, yeah. Yeah, that's a good transition. That's a good segue. Yeah, it is a good segue. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I think we all like The Gentleman. Yes. Um, if you haven't seen The Gentleman... Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this podcast is going to be strictly spoilers. Yeah, all spoilers. Yeah. Come back, save the, the video, then come back and, and watch. And uh, so, if you don't remember, the marketing for this actually looked like it was like a, 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 a liquor commercial. If I, am I, oh, the first the, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like the opening knew, frame, I thought it was gonna be like proper number twelve. Yeah, right? like, <laughs> it looked like it was a liquor commercial, but uh, the movie was great. I think it's like super well written. It has every everything you want in a movie, all the pieces, including wardrobe. Including yes. wardrobe, wardrobe yeah. was <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the wardrobe department. That's kind of, yeah, yeah, no, that's kind of we're getting into our favorite parts, but like <laughs> we can kind of intro it. It's um. 
a it's about a I guess sophisticated drug dealer like yeah white collar kind of like he's a kingpin but keeps not really keeps his hands clean but for the most part you wouldn't suspect him if you just seen him regularly he's into he seems like he's in with the elite and or is in with the elite and um is a good business person in general and um someone is trying to buy his business some and through this process and he like he's trying to get out of the game through this process some other stuff happens and things don't go don't play out as easily as he's he's envisioning and um yeah and that's that's i guess that's kind of the plot um yeah i mean you definitely you you described it perfectly uh i super like sophisticated uh drug dealer wise i enjoyed for sure seeing matthew mcconaughey in a different light yes Uh, (laughs) i feel like he's always like the super like clean like good guy and in this one doesn't I doesn't get his hands dirty yeah. can do no wrong smooth suave always so I mean in this one I guess he is still considered the good guy but yeah. he definitely has a lot more edge than he normally does mm-hmm. and it wasn't like a weird to see him in that role like it wasn't right. you know some people you get used to seeing them one type of way and then when they play another role you're like ah, that's not you right. yeah. yeah that's right, not right, true right. yeah it wasn't weird seeing him in that role and I think he did a great job like conveying what he did you know conveying his his role and his parts of the movie for sure <laughs> yes understood the assignment uh then on top of that i think like the the twist and turns that they take you on throughout the movie yeah. is like you know in in mo- in in good movies there's maybe one big twist mm-hmm. in great movies there's maybe two big twist this one is like twist and turns all throughout and it keeps you like engaged you never know what's gonna happen yeah and it's not like exhausting ones where you're like all right like you guys said it was this and now it's this now <laughs> or like you change it like okay god you just you're just basically like running me through the wash or something yeah yeah it's not it's not in bad taste like they didn't overdo it like i don't it's hard because it's my favorite movie. So I'm like, everything's good, everything's good. <laughs> everything's amazing. <laughs> but even like, what was I trying to say before that? Uh, oh yeah, what was your guys' first impression of the movie before watching it? If you had even like seen anything or or even just even just when you, the opening scene, you see Matthew McConaughey and, and everything. What was your first impression of it? Well, so the opening scene was kind of what they showed in the promo yeah right. so I was like oh this at first I was like oh this looks, this looks like an alcohol commercial like mm-hmm. how is this a movie and then um, when the second promo came out and I'm terrible with names but uh, the actor who plays in Sons of Anarchy uh, um, Charlie Hunnam yeah he. Yeah. so they, they showed him in the second promo and I was like Matthew McConaughey and him, and I'm, him. I'm going to see it yeah. Yeah. And, and I saw the suits yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. So, I know the wardrobe was, was a big one for you. Yeah. And so as soon as I saw that, I was like, all right, I'm in. You I, you got me. I'm sold. And uh, in the beginning, like, it grabbed my attention for obvious reasons. But it, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel I feel like knowing the movie now, yeah. like, it's kind of like after you watch it, if you go back and see some of the earlier scenes, mm-hmm. you kind of pick up and notice things that, like, kind of tell you what's going to happen later on right, right, right. that you didn't know the first time you watched it. Right. Right. Yeah. And this, go ahead, Omar. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm literally just, like, the first thing I, I wanted to go real quick was Guy Ritchie. I mean, this is one of, you know, our great directors right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. And 
that alone sold me. Uh, and then the ensemble cast, I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my god, yeah, like Hugh Grant, McConaughey, Farrell, Colin Farrell, um, Charlie Hunnam. I mean, this is definitely this is a good group, and I love ensembles with right. th- that that level of talent. So that alone, I was like, oh yeah, no, this is about to be a banger. Like, I need to I need to peep this because um, you know, especially seeing these kind of actors in action and going back to McConaughey, which you when you guys were talking about him, it was like you know. When I first saw the trailers and what have you, I was like, dang, like this is definitely like a new another step for McConaughey. So I feel okay. like he's choosing, you know, a, a really good route, you know, to go with his career because I love Dallas Buyers Club. I loved him at Interstellar. And while those all kind of had their own kind of like chaos going on, like mm-hmm. you guys were saying, like, there's so much shit going on in this in this movie, I feel like in this one he was able to breathe a lot and and really kind of like he still had that smooth and suaveness that he brings to films. Um, and yeah. while this one had that chaos and had that craziness going on, he was able to, again, like become a part of it and, and make you believe like exactly what this character um, is going through and what they want to do and what they want to accomplish. And from start to finish, basically at the same exact frame, almost, you are taken on like a ride with him. Like he takes you along. Along with these other great characters, you know, the film's pretty much narrated by Hugh Grant's character, Fletcher, which is a ton of fun. I love that banter between him and Charlie Hunnam's character, um, uh, Raymond. I loved it. I mean, I just loved that kind of, you know, seeing that chemistry between those, that that level of talent is just always a good time. And I think that's the part that was so well written to me because, Mm -hmm. like, he showed up... um, Again, it's going to be a bunch of spoilers, but he shows up with like a movie script saying that he's right. he's trying to sell a movie script mm-hmm. for a to movie. Miramax, <laughs> to yeah. the same company to, that's producing this film. Very yeah, meta to, to uh, Miramax and this movie that he's trying to sell to him, sell that he's he's reading the script from is about them and, you know, think situations that they're caught up in. And twists and turns, et cetera. So it's like he's narrating the story, to, you know, as we go. But it's also like him trying to sell this yeah. to him it's at the same time. And he's selling it to him from a standpoint of like, I can give it to you or I can give it to this person. But you need to know this because if you don't, you could potentially die. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's this is worth a little bit more. And um and yeah, I think that like it was such a unique way to. I'm gonna get back to what my fir- what I first thought, but it's such a unique way to to narrate a film. Like usually, you have a narrator that is either the main character or isn't a part of the movie, and they're just like filling the blanks and taking you along the story. But this one is like it's also part of the movie, right? So you don't there's you don't lose anything. There is a part of the story. It's not like you you have to take yourself out of the story to to hear and understand. But so my my first impression, I don't even know if I, how much, how many trailers I saw or how much like marketing material and stuff I saw before. I just knew that Matthew McConaughey was in it, and I think I saw the first one where you said you thought it was a an alcohol commercial, and I was like, all right, here's Matthew McConaughey being the same like like he, this is going to be an extension of his Lincoln commercial character. Yes. And I'm like, oh, all right, man, I forgot I, about yeah. Lincoln McConaughey. <laughs> I like his um. When you own a ride. I like him as an as an actor, but I'm like, all right, it's gonna be it's gonna be more of this. I've seen I've seen him before, but obviously he's a good actor. I like his stuff. I'm gonna go see it anyway. And then it completely like blew my mind. It was totally different. He got to like how you were saying, um, how you described. I've 
kind of just not not to dumb it down but say it was he kind of got to stretch within the role and like kind of spread his wings and not be a certain way exactly which which i really liked but um yeah so i guess we kind of got into like our favorite parts and stuff but um i think everyone and you in with the ensemble cast which was which was great too like like i said i didn't even know much about the film before i saw it i just went and saw it and i was like oh he's in it he's in it i thought i think my favorite person and character was was colin farrell's the coach yeah like he was he was such a bright spot and he kind of tied the whole movie together and like he killed the accent, like the whole the toddlers, everyone, everyone, like they, their their piece and their uh, contribution to it was um, I loved it. I think nothing fell out of place ever. Um, even though, like, I usually don't like music or like musicals, or I guess that's the only genre I don't like musicals. Really? I just thought about it. I don't really like musicals that much. Do I like musicals? Because like, kind of when they bring out the song and dance, it kind of takes me out of it. But they. Guy Ritchie incorporated it into the story. Right. Like that's how they found out that someone broke into his into his uh, his facility was watching a music video. Yeah, that, it, didn't like, fit, it, it didn't wasn't feel corny. Musical, no, it right? Didn't it wasn't feel the, at the, all. the music wasn't corny. Because I it feel like musical. that's what like a, a group of like UK niggas would do if they got a exactly. job from, yeah. uh, from you know, a hot <laughs> shot in, in you know, downtown London. It's like, oh yeah, we about, had to, the, um, about to rip this. They had the clean plaid. Yeah, right. I was just about to mention. Like since we're on it, since we're on that topic, I know this is our first episode. But if you guys want to send us those uh, jumpsuits. We would greatly appreciate, we'll appreciate it. it. We'll wear, we'll wear it every episode. I want that. I'll wear it every episode. Oh my gosh! Gabe, um, I went and looked up them after, and Gabe actually looked them looked them up and tried to buy them while he was still in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> like he's on his phone. I'm like, bro, this is a great movie. You're texting. No, he's so like, nah, nah, nah. I'm looking up these jumpsuits. <laughs> no, it's like, and we do a music video and everything. Like y'all got this <laughs> fucked up. Like we would do that. Yeah. And I'd be spitting like Skepta and whoever. Like, oh yeah, no, I'd give you bars. Yeah, Ernie, the the main. Character of like the toddlers is actually uh, a rapper too. A UK rapper. He sounded yeah. good. He sounded really good. And he like he after I found that out, I was like, oh, he's not even an actor, and he killed this role. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And it wasn't an easy role. Like they're doing uh, sophisticated stunts, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it definitely wasn't an easy role to enter into as mm-hmm. someone who, who's a rapper, right? I feel like we're all over the place, but like there's it's just every aspect of this movie was was done I think perfectly like even the way it was shot like the opening scene that's what I want I wanted to talk about the opening scene like you they give you information they tell you they what is it like an easter egg almost or like mm-hmm. they tell you this is something that happens you think he gets shot because you just see blood and you see stuff right. fall you're like alright I don't know where it goes from there and then they take you all the way through the um all the way through the story up until that point and that I guess it's kind of a climax but there's so many twists and turns that I don't even know if I could say that was like the climax. <laughs> like right. after that, they, they, um, he almost gets killed again, and the story unfolds more. And it's like, oh wait, no, now there's actually Russians that are trying to kill you, mm-hmm. and and so on and so forth. So, yeah. So if you're gonna ask if we would recommend this movie, I think the answer is obvious. A oh. consensus, yes. Yeah, For and sure. I mean, all last year, anytime anyone asks any of us what movie they uh, <laughs> movie to watch, <laughs> have, you seen, the have you seen The Gentleman? The Gentleman. You just haven't seen it? Show. All right, watch that and then come back. Yeah, just yeah. start start there. Yeah, and, and I haven't heard anyone say anything negative about yeah, it. Yeah, no, not at all. And, and just because it's like kind of centered around marijuana and weed, it's not, you know, Pineapple <laughs> Express. Like, yeah. it's not that vibe. Like, right. it's definitely kind of like more of the 
inner workings of the marijuana business, which is a pretty timely topic. Yeah. You know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. the you know, the, one of the main antagonists was like, look, like, why would I buy this right now? In 10 years, this is all going to go legal. And, and you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be getting, I'm not going to be getting a great return from from this if, if, if I buy this from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the whole time, he's sneaking on the low, you know, bringing down the, the, you know what I mean? Exactly. Trying to get it for cheaper, orchestrates this entire thing around the business to bring down, um, you know, the value of, of, of the company. Um, but yeah, I mean, McConaughey's character was killing it. I mean, he's got 12 farms. He's got like, you know what I mean? There's, you know, thousands of, um, you know, different spots around the, the UK. It's like, bro, like he, he was He's a not stepping on anybody's toes. Like, yeah. He's staying, not staying in his lane, but staying in his lane or whatever. Like, yeah. just the ideal persona you'd want to be if you were a kingpin. <laughs> and um, I guess we can, I forgot what I was going to say. You can continue. Yeah, no, I was, I mean, I think we've given this movie as flowers for sure. Oh, yeah, no, um, sure. I, If you haven't seen The Gentleman, please Please, please go watch The Gentleman. I mean, there was some marketing for it, but mm-hmm. definitely not like a major blockbuster movie type marketing. But I think the, I can't remember, what year did it come out? 2019. 2019. Mm-hmm. Easily our favorite Early movie. Early 2019, yeah. Easily our favorite movie of and that, 2019. And that year had a ton of great movies. A ton of good movies. <laughs> that, that it was jam-packed. <laughs> Easily our favorite movie of 2019. Yeah. Yeah, like, and every, what I was going to say before was that every, um, there was no part of the movie where you're like, all right, that, that you didn't need that. Even the dialogue, every part was purposeful and there was almost like no fillers. Like even the point you were saying to where they, um, they're talking about, hey, this is about to be legal in, in five to 10 years. I don't, I don't really need, like if I buy this, it might be depreciating. And he had, um, he was like, oh yeah, when the, um, the alcohol market or when alcohol became legal, right. they didn't even scratch that. The prohibition, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't even, the legal market didn't um, satisfy the demand until like 15 years later. So there's, yeah, every every part, every detail, every word is is purposeful. And it's still, and it's funny too. Like, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, it's probably considered a comedy because if any part is funny, they'll consider it a comedy. <laughs> but it's like, it's serious, it's dark, it's, comedic they they have scenes where like all right damn this is how it went and then you, you just roll the film back and like actually you know i embellished a little bit like when when hugh grant is explaining or like writing his film or like explaining his film to um to raymond mm-hmm. like the part where he kills he kills dry and you're like oh this has happened like what's gonna happen now and like all right that doesn't sound like him <laughs> he's like okay i embellished like every part like you said hugh grant narr- narrating it was yeah. It was great. Uh, Hugh, Grant's, Hugh Grant's character is awesome in this film. He is so funny, um, and yeah, he's really the he's the main comedic you know heartbeat of the film. You know, if you want to consider it, um, you know, a dark action adventure comedy of sorts. Um, he's he's the the comedic relief for sure. Such a funny quippy guy, um, the sneaky fox, the main guy who is sneakier than everybody in the entire film, and kind of like gets under you know everyone's hood a little bit and then kind of you know surprises you in that not surprises you but you just kind of find out like your light bulb goes up like oh damn like he was really finessing this yeah. he was finessing <laughs> the situation like that was really smart of him um so yeah tons of fun between him again between him and, and charlie hunnam's character 
Um, I also liked the wife. I like how oh, Hugh Grant was, yeah. um, described uh, McConaughey's character's wife as uh, the Cockney Cleopatra. I thought that was really <laughs> funny um, because that is kind of like when I saw that he was that his character from the beginning of seeing like the trailer and the synopsis, seeing that McConaughey's character is, you know, an American you know, kind of planted in, you know, this UK world in mm-hmm. London. It was kind of funny to see him kind of like go back and forth with his wife. Yeah. You know, who is, you know, Cockney, UK girl, like, you know, like able to, you know, spit and, you know, just kind of talk shit um, with some of these heavy hitting, like, you know, drug dealers and, and hit men. Like she was really holding her own in a lot of scenes. And that right. was just a lot of fun to see, you know, like a strong woman. You know what I mean? She was about her business. Um, so that was really cool. I, I enjoyed that from from that uh, performer as yeah, well. She, she was a, great. All, uh, women. Garage, car garage. Yeah. I think yeah, like yeah, I think every detail like they accounted for every detail. There's and nothing there's nothing they missed on or they didn't think about. It facts. Just, it seems. And the part that I feel like is overlooked is that I know the way we're describing it is a drug movie. There's there's killing involved, etc. It's very, it's so funny. It is yeah. It, it is. is it's hilarious. It is. It's a it's a lot of like quirky humor in yeah. it, that, and I think that's that's a uh, that's what you get from a guy Ritchie film though. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you get the serious dark action and like all right, where is this? What, what is what's happening? He keeps flipping the script on me almost, and 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 changing the story, but in a in a good way. But there's still that underlying comedy and and relief to it. Well, I wanted to get your take on um, on the cin- cinematography in this in this uh, in this film because that's what you're what you're best at. He's actually lighting all of this. He cameras all <laughs> the, his. The, he the set all this up. <laughs> uh, so, for me, uh, good cinematography is one that you do, you don't notice. So, meaning like you know you, you're lighting with the purpose. It doesn't feel out of place. It feels like exactly what it's supposed to feel like. If you're in a grungy area, the cinematography is grungy. If you're in a place that's meant to be like soft and beautiful, the cinematography is soft and beautiful. So it's not, it's something that where if they're doing it correctly, it enhances the mood of the film and you don't notice it. Uh, so for me, because as a person who normally when I go and watch movies, it's kind of hard for me to break mm-hmm. away and not be like, right, oh, how did they like that scene? What did they yeah. shoot that scene with? Yeah. Or did they shoot it with this lens? Or I completely like didn't think about any of that while watching the movie. So I, I think they, they had to do a good job. And there were some, you know, some, uh, I, I guess I'm not going to say difficult because they're pros, but some some challenging shots mm-hmm. like them riding in the back of the van, mm-hmm. right. um, them lighting like an underground weed farm, yeah, like stuff like that. Like I've obviously never seen an underground weed farm, but it I I kind of feel like that's what it would look like. Yeah. Um. So yeah, cinematography was was perfect. It was nothing that made me like. You were, you were just looking at me like I've been to underground weed farm. Like, <laughs> you're like that's what it looks underground, like. Underground, huh? just period. In something the underworld. You be doing uh, listen, AJ? If you, if you don't know AJ, AJ knows someone <laughs> everywhere. Like when we travel, if we go to another country, it's just like hmm. plugged in. I actually had a friend have a friend who who lives out here, who lives up the street, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, who, who can meet up with us. So I wasn't necessarily thinking that you had been there, but there's a possible chance that you know someone who has. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, may, I may or may not. No, maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, there were tons of just really dope shots in this film. Um, I love how Guy kind of breaks it up with some different, like I was talking about how um, some scenes are rewinded. Um, I liked how, you know, he was like, you know, a shot on like a 30 millimeter, and then it like shows like a 30 millimeter, and like you're going back and forth between, you know, frames or whatever the case may be. It was just, he, he made it really fun, you know, to, to kind of watch along yeah. and, and listen along to the story that Fletcher's telling. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just love it. It was a really cool depiction of London, um, from the urban area to, you know, high society. I, I enjoyed the different color schemes and the different, you know, there's parts of the film where, you know, London's a, a naturally, you know, gloomy place, particularly because of the weather. But there's tons of culture and tons of, you know, diversity. And I think the film captured that as well. It's kind of like an underlying um, kind of blanket over the film. You know, London's super, super dope. I've only been once. I have some family there. Um, but I, I, I'd love to visit and just kind of like consume a lot of, you know, some a lot of cool little little nuggets of, of um, culture and um, tradition. You know, London and the UK is really obviously, you know, thousands of years of tradition. Um, obviously, you know, a lot in the headlines these days of those traditions <laughs> and uh, those uh, establishments. Um, but, you know, the film, you know, takes you on a really good ride through this society, through this environment. There's and like through schooling. Yeah. Through, like, I mean, the whole deal is just yeah. like it was really, really cool how they depicted it um, via the cinematography, via the coloring. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it visually. Yeah, I can't say it better than than these two have so. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes it the most that's yeah, crazy yeah, we, can, <laughs> we can go on but I think um, yeah we kind of want to just give our these movies ratings after after we, we talk about them and whether we recommend it we said yeah we recommend it <laughs> but uh, I think for me it's a 10 out of 10 because uh, it's also my favorite movie so if I don't give it a 10 out of 10 <laughs> what am I doing but, um, so, so I'm going to be biased I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10 yeah. I'm only gonna, I will only give them that extra 0.5 if they send us those sweatsuits um, I'm going to give it a 9.5 because of particularly one of the performances. One of the performances kind of took me out a little bit. At points, I was like, all right, is this a part of his character? Is he just naturally dry? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. But then some of the delivery was in some scenes was like, OK. And I'm talking about Matthew, the, the Jewish millionaire who's brought in to, um, you know, potentially take over the business for McConaughey's character. I thought it was a little flat, but at the same time, I did enjoy him. And a lot of it, he did mm -hmm. bring a lot of cool banter as well. I think all the characters, you know, just kind of all were playing off each other really, really well. And he did as well, but I think yeah, there were some some lines in there, a couple scenes. I was like, like when he was in the freezer, yeah. And McConaughey was basically telling him like, "You fucked up. It's a wrap. Uh, it is a wrap for you, my guy." <laughs> and he was just kind of like, duh, duh, well, what, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Take it easy, just one one second. Remember what you're gonna say." No, but he he yeah, that was kind of like the only one point that I'll knock off a, a little bit. But again, yeah. yeah, this this is a plus, guys. You need to go see this film, watch it, pull it up on your. Hulu or whatever um, it is a ton of fun again like ensemble if you love ensemble cast with you know incredible talent and in performing this is definitely the flick 
Yeah, I think that, that was the first. The only, I mean, I guess there's other characters that I saw for the first time, but what, one of the main characters that I've never seen in anything else, or I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I think I think he was. I I agree. Like I was like, all right, this guy's kind of weak. They could have he could have done something else with the character, but um, he was a weasel, and I felt like he was a good weasel. <laughs> so yeah. you're, like regardless of of what happens, you're still not gonna like him. But um, that that end scene for me with um. When he was, when Matthew McConaughey was talking to, what was his name again? The, Who, the, um, Matthew? No, was it Matthew? Which, 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 the, the, uh, the, the, the Jewish the Jewish guy. Yeah, Matthew. I think it was Matthew. Yeah. So when he was talking to him, he's like, "Yeah, I'm not emotional about this. I just want my money." And then he's like, "But I am emotional about my wife." Like that scene. Like right. every time I watch it, I'm like, "Oh, yes." <laughs> like, I, I like it. that scene for multiple reasons. Um, one because. I in movies a lot of times they play off of revenge, but the revenge is like after this act has completely happened. Yeah. So like his wife is potentially about to get raped and killed, mm-hmm. and he catches them before they can actually do it. Yeah, and then he's able to get revenge on the person who kind of was the reason for it all happening. Right. So I like that. I like that they didn't like allow it to happen. Then he kills everyone who was involved because I feel like that's yeah. kind of you know what they do in movies. Right. Like they allow the bat no catch him before it happens. Mm-hmm. Like he was the hero in that, but it's like all right, well I caught it before it happens, but I, I still haven't forgot. Right. All right. And I think like even like even though like he it was cool because Matthew McConaughey caught it before it happened. I think it also would have probably not destroyed her character, but like kind of knocked her a little bit like because she was a super strong person and Mm -hmm. and whatever and if you make not obviously she was vulnerable but she killed two people right before (laughs) like she she got her licks in Mm -hmm. but um if you do that i think it kind of takes away from how strong of a character she was so i thought like post and after you saying that like post watching the movie i'm like all right that that may have been intentional that they did it that way and i could see i could see how that would have um happened or how they would have thought of that and I kind of appreciate that that yeah. more also yeah and the film's so layered it's like they could have easily had it like the film could have totally been like damsel in distress like I have to save my wife like that could have been the motivation of, yeah. of the main character the entire time but there's so many different aspects of the film um, that drives the motivation mm-hmm. um, of the protagonist and the supporting protagonist that you know makes it just a really cool experience to see different aspects of the story get knocked down to the final moment where she is in a sense of damsel in distress but kind of just more of it's like a plot point now where it's like yeah. okay this is where you know it breaks like this is where we're getting down and we're solving the crime we're yeah, yeah. you know what I mean completing the mission it's done you lose I win um, and um, yeah again she's super super fun character just to watch her you know kind of hold her own against these hot shots um, so yeah and, yeah, and she's the one who who grounds Matthew McConaughey's character too. Exactly, like, and exactly. even at the end, it, it wraps with him saying like, "She told me this was going to happen." Like mm-hmm. she repeat, he repeats something that she says to him in the in the early parts of the movie, and it kind of just wraps it all, wraps it all up nicely. Get you a good woman, boys. <laughs> That's the moral, man. Honestly, That's if you had to make, if you had to take a moral of the story, that might be it. <laughs> Listen to your girlfriends and wives. <laughs> no, nah, it was it was again like can't say enough about this film. Just tons of fun. 
Um, smart, really smart film. I, yeah. I love films I that don't like films. spoon feed you, nor kind of you know are, are lacking in, in the action or you know the details. It gives you a little bit of everything, man. Yeah, and it, and like we, me and uh, I, me and Mario talked about this on the way here, but the the feeling you get after you watch this movie is yeah. the feeling you want yeah. when you watch a movie. Like that's that's why. That's why people go to the movies. Yep. Yeah. After every movie, I'm always, I always should feel like I need to buy more sweatsuits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, movies make you just want to do something. Just right, make right. you got to get up and just if you buy feel, something. If you feel of. full after the movie, like it was a good movie. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, talking about that, um, kind of wanted to get you guys' experience or, or your first introduction to movies in general and what. What made you guys fans enough to want to jump on a podcast and talk about movies? So my first experience, I I wouldn't be, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's kind of hard Not to first, think about like, my first like experience. What, what, first what can you go My first movie I ever watched. <laughs> I, I, I was told I watched Lion King a lot, but I don't know. <laughs> but I guess more so like what, what do you remember, I guess, from either being a kid or whoever, where you're like, yo, film. Film is dope. I love movies. So uh, movies, television, like, has always been my thing. I I probably, like, there's tons of, like, uh, cartoons in yeah. Disney movies yeah. that I haven't seen mm -hmm. that most people have. But it's because I was always watching the things that were, I guess, considered the adult things yeah. to watch. And uh, even to this day, I, I go to bed watching a sitcom, wake up watching a sitcom. Kind of, I was told that I kind of it's kind of like a trick to go to bed in a good mood and wake up in a good mood because okay. I'm watching something funny. Yeah. Um. So I'm all like I've always been that I'm, and I'm a visual learner. So I've always been the person who like visual storytelling has always been like my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. So I guess that that's it. And yeah, I I super duper. I mean, before the world shut down. I was probably going to the movies maybe like three times a week. Yeah, we had, I had the AMC, <laughs> AMC pass, yeah. I had movie pass. When, when I, <laughs> when Fandango, like, mm -hmm. yes. like, like, if I'm not doing anything, I'm like, Gabe, there's a movie you trying to slide? And he's like, I'm here. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm in the theater like almost all day at that point. Like, yo, let me just knock out like two movies. Like, right, let yeah. me get a double feature real quick. Like, might as well. I love the movies um i guess i can go uh yeah man um going off what you were saying i'm kind of like the op not the opposite but cartoons really informed my love for film television and just creating um and storytelling um i used to collect uh vhs remember that folks mm -hmm. um i had vhs tapes of of barney and uh sesame street elmo was one of my favorite characters uh mickey mouse club or whatever it was I, and i knew all the words to every single thing i mean i was five six years old i knew everything um and then the disney films i mean i ate them up man like and it really, Disney was what kind of brought me into comedy. I'm a huge comedy nut. Um, I love uh, comedy. And it really introduced me to Eddie Murphy as, as Mushu and Mulan and, um, you know, Chris Rock in the Madagascar DreamWorks film. Um, I mean, I can go on with some of the, all the comedic talent that they've been able to get for voice acting for these these cartoons. Donkey. And I, yeah, Shrek, Shrek Eddie, was amazing. Eddie Murphy <laughs> hit, a, hit us twice, yo. He did Mushu and then he gave us Donkey for Shrek. Like, crazy. 
crazy. And I go to school and reenact the uh, the performances. Like I'm making waffles. Like that was me. <laughs> that was me in the cafeteria. I was the I'm making waffles kid, um, trying to make everybody laugh. Um, and yeah, man, it's funny. You know, a lot of kids, you know, during like career day and stuff, would be like, you know, what do you want to be? Like, what, what, you know, you want to be a firefighter? You want to be a this that? And I was like, I want to be a computer animator. And everyone was like, what? And my uncle took me and my little brother to see Finding Nemo. And really, that was the film where I was like, this is incredible. Like, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. Like, they look like actual fish. <laughs> and then DreamWorks came out. Remember Shark Tale? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. The black version. Wait the black, a minute. The black version. I was like, you can just do this? You can make <laughs> Nemo me. and then you can bring niggas in? Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, it just blew my mind. And for a long time, I got into art and, you know, just kind of dibbled into different things in the arts in general. And, you know. Ever since, I've just been in love with all of it. I can't even choose like what I like about film, television, yeah. in, in general. I mean, just just give me a good story, and I'm That's in, you, know, you took the words out of my mouth. That's what I, like storytelling. It's all about storytelling yeah, for me, big time. Like if you even someone just telling me a good story, I'm like, I'm locked in. Like I love I love stories, and going to the the movies as a kid was. Even, I didn't even like care what it was. Like, all right, that seems like it's a good, a good movie. I'm just trying to go to movies, and it was something to do as an experience kind of thing. So that, and then you said, you alluded to it earlier, but Disney Channel original movies, like yes. back in the day, like yeah, early man. 2000s and late 90s, where, like, I mean, probably watching them now, I'm like, all right, this is still kind of corny, but but yeah. they were they were amazing back then. And every <clears throat> every what was it like Friday night is when they when yeah, they came man. out and. They would tell you, hey, the commercials come and go grab popcorn. <laughs> like, Yo, and I'm gone. I'm in the kitchen and I'm popping my popcorn. I remember and I'll be like right at 945, back. that's when it would usually end. And like, it's like, it's about to end. My, I can go to sleep at 10. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's a, that's where it came from for me. <sighs> well, beautiful, guys. Speaking of popcorn, mm-hmm. we can segue to our movies, do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to start off with the don't. <laughs> so uh, everyone knows when I go to the movie, I get a Gabe special. It's a large popcorn, large Coke Icy. Nice. I'm going to ask everyone there, do they want something from the concession stand? A lot of people say no. I repeat the question. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure that you don't want anything Speak from the now. concession stand? Speak now or forever hold your peace. When we get inside the theater, do not, I repeat, do not ask for my popcorn. Don't reach. Don't reach. That's how you get your hands popped. Don't. I, I'm being. I'm. When I tell you, my home theater. If I'm going into the movies with someone and I ask them, and they're like, I don't want a whole batch. I just want like a little bit. They bring out like the kitty sample cup mm-hmm. and give them popcorn in the kitty sample mm-hmm. cup because they know I'm not sharing my popcorn. Yeah. But that 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 like with popcorn that it, it doesn't work like that. Like once you have. A little bit of popcorn, you can't stop. Like it's you, true. it's just, it's true. Just right back to right back to the same with corn chips. Anything going popcorn or whatever. As soon as you have one, you can't just you can't have just ten. You can't just like this. You got to finish a bag or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, you know, I'm I'm a very agreeable person. I'm a very chill, laid back guy. I I really, you know, whatever the theater is going to bring me on a particular night, I'm I'm you know, it's fine. Uh, I actually, you know, I don't mind loud theaters and like interactive theaters. I actually yeah. quite enjoy it, and I 
probably I am the guy. I'm probably the guy kind of screaming like, you're making a left. Like, why are you making a left? Like, he's <laughs> the killer's right there. Where are you going? <laughs> why are you walking me. into the building? <laughs> and it's particularly horror films. Like, I need like a good old like hood. Like, <laughs> I need Pookie Nun to be in the back. Like, look at this, man. Look, are you kidding me? What is this? I love that. Like, the Paranormal Activity uh, film franchise. <laughs> It's like it's my favorite thing. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm yeah. laughing because when I went to go see Get Out oh, in yeah. a theater, gosh. oh yes. my oh, yeah. Get out. gosh, oh like, Get Out, yes. that's the perfect like like current experience. Oh, yes. my gosh. Black Panther was an experience. Black Panther, bro. Yes, even us, the other pill flick. Yeah. I mean, it's like it is so much fun. Like when you are able to like enjoy that type of film with an audience, like. Yeah, I love that type of thing. So do, like, do be a part of the experience. It really is, you know, going to the theater. Yeah. As, you know, as film fans, we know what it's, you know, that experience that it brings us. And it's cool to share that with others. Um, now, certain films, there are, you know, I might need you to quiet down for some films. Um, particularly <laughs> yeah. As a superhero fan with the Marvel and the DC, I need to get my details. I need my deets. Right, like, right, I, I need right. to know why, you know, what's going on here. Is this connected to the books? Which, you know, storyline is this? What's happening? Because they, again, like you were saying, like Easter eggs and stuff. In those films, you got to be paying attention to figure out, like, yeah. you know, what's <laughs> happening and why. So, I, it's a give and take for me with, you know, the, the noise situation in, in films. But, oh, Overall, I enjoy it. Yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm agreeable. I, I have a high tolerance for a lot, but yeah. I think my don't would be if we're both watching the movie for the first time. Don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask right. me what's going on. <laughs> because <laughs> if I have this, there is, I mean, maybe if we're we're like watching it at home, I could pause it and be like, "All right, let me catch you up to speed." But if we're in a theater. Not really, because I'm like I might be like you said, mi missing the details that yeah. is going to throw me off later on. So I'm like, a, don't don't ask me what's going on, kind of kind of person. Or, I, yeah, I don't even like pausing it when I'm at home. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, do that. Like I'm I'm in in the movie. Like yeah. I want to stay in the. Movie. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, yeah, same. I want to stay in it too. But if oh. you're going to be like. What's happening? Yeah, no. Nah, write, write, your, write your questions down. We'll, say, we'll talk about it after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially with like your parents and stuff, you know. Especially if it's like more of like a black film or whatever, and they see the folks they recognize, like, oh, not uh, uh, Viola Davis, and oh, look at she looks so good. I'm like, mom, please, can you stop? Like, please. No, but it, it, it's fun. It, I, I again, I, I enjoy it. So, think, uh, are you going to give us an official first sign off, AJ? Yeah, I don't know how to do that. How, no, how am I gonna? No, no pressure. Um, should be like a, should be like something about jingle, tell, like yeah, something about telling people like, uh, thanks. This is what we watch. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. I think you got it. <laughs> think of the, yeah, think of like you know like how the Breakfast Club signs off or like um, I don't know. Uh, we should have worked on this. But we should just cut it. Like, just like that. That's it. Like just stop the video. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this is, gentlemen, this is what, what we watching. Nice. <laughs> now that was a good week nice. to try again. Uh, like a thanks for tuning in to our first yeah, episode, in episode one. Mm -hmm. we we'll be back. We'll be back to another like and subscribe. Yeah. Thank you for tuning thanks in to our first in. episode. Please come again. Like, subscribe. Like, subscribe. Join us next time. We'll Comment, tell you what we watch. Comments. Yeah. There you go. All that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make it that. Like <laughs>